and today I'll be hosting um, our episode. And so here with me, I have three of my lovely co-hosts, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. This is Amayo. Hi, everyone. This is Ifeoluwa Ife, for short. Hey, guys. This is Onyeka, a.k.a. Yeka O. Can I, can I say how much I love your uh, nickname, Onyeka, Yeka O? I, like, I, I live for it every time you introduce yourself. I think. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the representation of Africans in Hollywood. Well, in the media, specifically Hollywood. Um, and so I was thinking about this because I've just seen a lot of trailers for films that are either about Africans or have African, either African-American or, um, I don't know, British Africans, um, actors in them. And I was thinking, oh, this would be a nice topic for us to discuss. And I was hoping that we can kick off the conversation by talking about currently who our favorite um, African actors are, actors and actresses, and when they became our favorites and why they're our favorites. I can start. This is Ife. So... My most recent favorite is Diana Gurrera, I think. I don't think I'm pronouncing her mm. name well. Lord have mercy <laughs> on me. Apologies, <laughs> Diana. But she is Michonne on The Walking Dead. And she's also a playwright and director. And she directed this play Eclipse that has yeah. Lupita in it. And um, mm-hmm. so sh- the 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 show was an oh, off Broadway show, but now that. it's an on. It's now yeah. on Broadway, and it has. I think it's the first. It's the first all black woman cast show to be on Broadway. So the show is about librarian women and their stories. Librarian during the Civil War and their stories and all of that. Anyway, why she's my most recent fave is that she had this. I think it was PBS. She has this like Hmm. PBS short Mm -hmm. video about making stories for for diverse Mm. voices. She was she basically talked about this thing that we're talking about about African Africans in the media and African actors and how they were there were stories Mm. about Africa but with a white protagonist Mm -hmm. and you know other people were telling our stories for us and she wanted to show the world that. You can tell stories about Africa with Africans in the forefront, with black, you know, with African women in the forefront, and you will listen, and you will like it, and mm. it will be wonderful. So that's why nice. she's my most mm-hmm. recent fave. Oh, and she grew up in Zimbabwe. I only yeah. saw, like, one season of The Walking Dead, and since then, I just forgot about it. So, <laughs> but, but I don't think she was. She wasn't on season one, right? She wasn't. I don't. Okay. I don't actually watch, watch The Walking Dead. So mm, okay, yeah. I don't think she was. I think it really got good. People were keep people keep saying that Walking Dead got good in season two. Mm. So I'm guessing she was in season two. Okay. Well, I'll go. Uh, my fave at the moment is David Oyelowo. 
That's how you say it, right, Ethan? Okay. Yes, that is. That the way I hear it being said, I'm just like, I don't know if the ancestors will be pleased, but that's all right. Um, so yeah, so he was in Selma and so many other things, but like Selma definitely stood out to me a lot because he's just a really strong actor and I love how he like literally takes this role and immerses himself in it. And I mean, I was crying during <laughs> Selma. I mean, everyone cried mm-hmm. because I didn't okay. cry. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't cry if he wasn't able to translate. I know. I'm just like, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. No, I was just saying, like, for me, it was just the emotion that I felt from how he acted and how he, like, in the midst of all the interviews, always talk about growing up and his dad and his culture. Um, I think he was also in uh, Middle of That's Middle right. of Nowhere, which is also the, which was also directed by Ava DuVernay. I loved him in that as well. Wait, and he was in what, the Butler. Did you say Star Wars? Did you mention Star Wars? <laughs> no, no, no. I said oh. Middle of Nowhere. Oh, okay. I don't know why I heard Star Wars. Sorry. I mean, speaking of Star Wars, Amaya, I don't know if that's a great segue for who I mean, <laughs> your favorite actor right now is. I mean, I f- it I doesn't have to be, no though. pressure. I that guy, David John Boyega. Boyega. Bo- Boyega. No, it's John Boyega. John Boyega. I was still stuck at Amaya, David. Amaya, you He's not my favorite actor at the moment. Um, although, wait, what movie was it that I watched that he was in? I was like, okay, okay, this goes on so well. But anyways, um, I think my favorite at the moment, well, at the moment, let me say at the moment, is Chiwetel Ejiofor. Mm. One, because I just think he's an amazing person. And he has this face that, his <laughs> face to me, I don't know if I see his face, he just reads like, I know the struggle. I've been through it and I've overcome, mm. and you can too. But that could just be me. That's probably just me. It's okay. You got this all from his face. Yes. Wow. I, don't oh want to you there. <laughs> I, I just love you. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think he's a really good actor. And I think he mm. really embodies every role that he plays. And seeing him in Half of a Yellow Sun. Hey! I was just so. I haven't happy. seen that yet. I mean, I, oh, really? It was you should watch it. Mm. I still haven't seen it either. I think, I think you should watch it. Yeah. There are many things I don't like about the movie, but I, mean, I like him in the movie. And he did, I think he did a good job yeah. with the accent. I know he's Nigerian, so it couldn't have been that hard, but I mean, it's still mm. a big deal. And I think he, I, every role that I've seen him play, he's just very into it. You know? Mm. And, I, and he still like holds his Nigerian with like, he's not one of those people that are like, oh yeah, no, I'm like British, so like, no, I'm not Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> Even with an American accent, he was <laughs> Yeah, he is British. He is but also he also um, has not abandoned his Nigerian. Yeah, Nigerians would like to claim, Shah. Yes, yeah, so we ha- we have we like to claim, and we have to claim because all the people running away from us. No, 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 no. Come back here. They're not running. We must. Oh man. All right, yeah, there's so, I haven't seen half of the Yellow Sun yet. I know it's on Netflix, but man, there's so many things on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true, though. Like, you go there trying to see one thing, and then you get kind my, of the story of my life. My, my list is really long, and definitely half of the Yellow Sun is on there. 
Um, but yeah, I love David. And what I saw him recently in was The Martian, starring um, Matt Damon. He was in there. David or Chiwetel? Chiwetel was in there in The Martian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you said I love David. Sorry, never mind. Oh, okay. Wow, my <laughs> mind is on David. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, who can blame me, right? Um, True. But yeah, I was going to highlight um, Gugu Mbata Raw mm-hmm. as my mm-hmm. favorite. And she... <laughs> and um, yeah, she is... In, she was, I think she was born in England to um, South African um, parents, I believe. And I first came across her in the movie Belle. And I saw mm. that in I saw that three about three years ago, and it was just wonderful, such a wonderful movie. What's it called? Um, Belle? And she, Belle, yeah, B E double L E. Please, it's not Beauty and the Beast. It's not. That's not the storyline. Because <laughs> I remember telling someone that, and they were like, "Oh, Belle is in Beauty and the Beast." I was like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> I, I, it's like I saw what you were trying to do there, but nope, no. Um, but what a wonderful movie. And actually, shout out to the director, Ama Asante, yeah. who um, her parents are Guineans. Um, but anyway, this is about Google. Let me not steal her spotlight. Um, she is just a fantastic actress. I also saw her in Beyond the Lights. Oh, yeah. Um, and she did really well in that. Um, and what else is she in? She's in Concussion, which I haven't seen yet. Um, she is. She was also. Remember this show that Boris Kojo had that got cancelled under covers or something. Never like saw that. that. Me but she was in that show. I remember. If you do remember, like Adam used to watch it. I think. Yeah. When we're at my holiday. I would not be but surprised that Adam watched it. <laughs> um, Google starred she and Boris Kojo were yeah, yeah, lead actors. On that but show. she is such a great actress, and so Belle and um Beyond the Light are two films I've seen her in, and I want to see Concussion just just so I can say I've seen it. And I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but um, but anyways, yeah. So now that we're talking about like our, we've talked about our favorite Africans, African actors in Hollywood. Um, I was also wondering if we can like segue to talk about like how African characters are portrayed in the media. So like, so we have African. We talked about our favorite African actors. And some of those actors don't necess- obviously don't like necessarily play African characters. Mm-hmm. So I guess in another vein of this conversation, I was wondering, like, are there any movies you've seen or any shows or even a music video, you know, where like Afri- an African character was portrayed in a way that you really liked? Or, or and another like movie show scene where like an African character was portrayed and you absolutely hated it, like, and I mean, for reasons of your own. Um, but I was thinking like that would be a great conversation to have because I mean, media is everywhere. We all watch films every day. Um, and I just wondered like what we thought about how we as Africans are being portrayed in, in I mean, I'm talking about Hollywood specifically, but maybe some other um, film industry if, if this, as the spirit leads, like this conversation can go. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I can go. Um, Yeka O over here. So Mm. one that I know. um, Let's. How do I put this? So the movie that I 
really really like how an African character was portrayed in is also the same movie but I also dislike um, (laughs) some of the things that were done there so um, it's the movie is the book of Negroes and it was Hmm. taken from a book um, by what's her name Lawrence Hill yes Lawrence Hill who's Canadian I believe Um, and it was just like it's a fictional story but basically of this woman, um, her name is Aminata Giallo, um, from Niger. Yes. And it was just the story of how she was taken from her village and her journey through um, being a slave in South Carolina to being this huge um, teacher and historian in Britain who's teaching um, Black people how to read and how to write um, and just narrating the story of what she's been through so i really really liked her character i really liked how um she's portrayed as this strong woman um which i feel like a lot of african women are um who have great resolve um and are really smart and educated um and will do whatever they can you know to get that education and so i like that what i didn't like however was the fact that she's from Niger now. She shouldn't be sounding like she's from South Africa. Um, so that part really threw me off. Better you know? tell us. Like, I don't appreciate how a lot of times in Hollywood, like there is the African accent, right? And it's like, yeah. we're many countries in here. And so if you're going to be portraying a character, then you know you should go actually find out what people from that place sound like. Nigerians do not sound like Ghanaians. You know, Ghanaians do not sound like South Africans. So, yeah, that's mm. my dislike. So I'm terrible about retaining that's things. How I do too. So I'll be pissed in the moment. Mm. Then I'll forget about it in a while. Mm. But what I can generally talk about is when they portray Africans and you know they're speaking some African language that I can't identify. Mm-hmm. And they now or you know they now say in the subtitles because I always watch movies with subtitles. I love subtitles. And the subtitle will say, speaking African. No. <laughs> speaking African. No. <laughs> not, even, not African. Not speaking like an African language. Mm. They, didn't even, like, give a, they didn't even say speaking an African language. They said speaking African. Mm. Or, I'm like, ugh, ugh, guys, if you took the time to cast some people to speak an African language... Mm. Why can't you not identify the exact language they're speaking, please? You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How did you how did you write this into the story and you did not even think to do some background work right. on what they're speaking? Mm. That's lazy. Uh then another thing, Digimon mm-hmm. Hunsu mm-hmm. is always Mom, type I feel like he's always typecasted as you know the African man. <laughs> In Hollywood, they're strong and hunky and black and chocolate and whatever. Like, I like, you know, it's nice to see a, a black man, an African man mm. um, in Hollywood movies, but when he becomes a... When he now feels like a plot device and not an organic part mm. of the story, it's like, ah, now wow. I like how you said that. Yeah, so those are my, my gripes about African portrayals. Mm in mainstream media and movies. Yeah, I, I think I'm very similar with Ife. Like, I get very angry in the moment, but I never really write these things down and say, okay, let me just keep this for future reference. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should start doing I feel I mean, let me not go on this tangent. 
Um, but yeah, I feel like there are many things that um, annoy me in Hollywood with regards to how Africa and Africans are portrayed. So, so I think that whole language thing is so annoying. Um, and the whole like image, I know we talked about this in the Taylor Swift episode, how Africa, the whole continent is portrayed um, in media and in Hollywood, you know, the same old jungle and safari and all that stuff. So I mean, things like that are still very scary. It's scary. I think it's really scary how they are still very prominent in 2016. I really... All they need to do is open Google and see, and just like Google Lagos, and they will see skyscrapers. Like I forgot who it was. I think it was was it that attacked us in um, an Instagram photo that had um, a new episode of was it The Simpsons? No, not The Simpsons. Um, Family Guy. Family Guy, and an African Uber was a rhinoceros. Like what the hell? Like what the hell? Like, I was just so perplexed. At this point, at this point, they're, they're trolling us. That was an obvious <laughs> troll. They were being trolls because that's just ridiculous. And also, I know obviously Nigerians, or I guess we have a bad reputation. And this recent episode of Blacklist that I watched, man. Oh, I don't know. Man, I, guess, I was just thinking but, that. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I, I, well, I didn't watch the full episode to be honest. I just watched that part and I was like, bye, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, people will fraud you. Blackish, Blackish has been throwing shade. I, mean, I know it's meant to be all well. I think, like, the. <laughs> I was saying. I was saying that Blackish has been throwing shade at Africans <laughs> since the beginning, since the first season. I think maybe the second or third. Oh, I what I know what you're talking about. What's his name? Anthony White. And uh, was that the maker? Is that his name? He Shaw was doing like a initiation ceremony, Kineka, Kineka. And Lawrence Fishburne was like, they don't even like you anymore. <laughs> Ouch, why you gotta air a dirty London? <laughs> Bruh, you know, we're still family. Let's 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 talk about it in private. Let's not, you know, open our lash <laughs> to the but yeah, <laughs> but actually, that's funny that you brought that up, Amaya, because that when I because I am a devout uh, follower of Blackish, I love Blackish. Um, mm-hmm. that scene or that episode reminded me of when Morden Family um had an episode and they talked, they had a Nigerian family. Oh yeah, on that episode. Yeah, that Modern episode. Family, Modern Family. One one episode they introduced like a Nigerian family, but it it seemed like the Nigerian family couldn't speak English properly. Mm-hmm. Um, or something. Nice. Else. <laughs> It cannot just be factual. Like if you're going to like just be fucking factual, like made, we were colonized by the British. English is our main language. You, stop it. I, I, I can just imagine you taking your fair being like, stop it. I know. Bring your hand. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think for me, when I was thinking about this question, like a movie that or show that I like. Um, and another that I hated one that I thought about a recent um, show um, where the African character was portrayed in a way I, I was like very suspect about um, is Sense8 um, oh I love that yeah. show 
that's another conversation for another day. But I think I was watching with a, with a friend who's Nigerian, mm-hmm. and we're both like very turned off by how the Kenyan the Kenyan character was put out. I was in a Google search and I forget his the actor's real name, but there was a scene where he's he I think his mother told him the lion something in the jungle runs the streets oh, or something yeah. along those lines. And I'm just like, uh, please, I'm out. I can't. <laughs> I can't. 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 I He's like, oh, something about the lion and the jungle and the streets. I don't remember the exact quote. And she kept calling. And then, wait, hold on. Actually, let me, because it's been a while since I saw this show. Yeah, but the mother kept referring to the sun as my zebra. And I was like, why are we using animal? <laughs> why are we using? <laughs> why are we talking about African animals? Take this whole lion thing seriously. now. Yeah, something about the king of anyways. But but guys, are there any movies or shows that we feel like we we actually liked how the African character was portrayed? Because I think we've talked about a lot that we didn't like. <laughs> I give you one. I'm waiting for you guys to, <laughs> to share I mean, with me. I don't think half of the yellow one is a fair one to bring up because it's not. it just had to it was be by yeah. a Nigerian director. That is true. Yeah, very so, I mean, those of you who are listening to the podcast, let us know if there's anyone that you've seen and you're like, oh, yeah, they represented us good. Yeah. Um, has anybody watched Concussion? No, I haven't. Yeah. Only that one did not sell. What? Oh, if we all haven't watched it, did you feel any? I don't know if you did one in the box office. Accent in the in the trailer just turned like turned me off. There was no way mm-hmm. I would have paid money to watch that movie because I feel his voice was just annoying me all through the movie. And I'm sorry, and I watched that. So I think I, yeah, I heard about the guy actually because I didn't know anything about it until I, um, mm-hmm. I saw that trailer, which is really sad. So I had to do my research. Am I, I, I was like, I'm not me. This man is a legend. Am I doing that also? Had to catch up. <laughs> So yeah, I, that movie I don't know. It's made it near to mm. try small. And I guess to be fair, the Nigerian accent is not that easy for somebody who is not African or Nigerian. And then why must we maybe the one to play? I'm not trying to say that we should have been. I'm just saying it's just to be fair. If they had, to, if they had to be me, mm. we should have tried more shadows. It's still not easy. Mm. Yeah, and I guess another movie that um I've been hearing whisperings about um that has african characters in it that is popular is beast of no nation yes that is a good movie (coughs) that was a good movie idris okay i've actually seen it yeah okay oyeka and amaya you guys sounded like you have (laughs) very enthusiastic opinions do you mind sharing them 
Am I? Do you want to go first? I think Unika should go first because she has happy things to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Let's start with the positive, Unika. All right, this is Yeka O again. Um, <laughs> I personally love Beast of No Nation. I think. So let's see. What do I love about? It? I love the fact that like you watch it thinking you know you're watching a bunch of Ghanaians, right? It's not a Hollywood produced movie where it's all these infusions of different African accents. So mm-hmm. I definitely loved mm-hmm. how authentic it seemed um, when I mm-hmm. watched it. Um, the storyline about the war happening, I mean, there are child soldiers still happening. So I think that was a good reminder of what's going on in some parts of the continent that sometimes we forget about after Cody. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought it was really good. I thought Idris. Did you guys hear that he's single again? No. I did hear about that. Sorry to hear that. No, that was a great juicy piece of information for all our listeners that don't know. (laughs) Just Elba is now single. But he does have a kid. FYI. He does. He sounds like (laughs) a... He just is fine, but he sounds like a handful. Like, he sounds like a... You know, he's he's an ideal person in theory, but I don't think I want to. I mean, what in actuality? I love how he says, like, I don't think I want, but, but nobody's he's offering him to. He's, you know, Idris Elba, and we are side, you know, Idris, though. I remember when I saw him in Luther. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, sorry, before this becomes an episode about Idris Elba. I know. Amaya, please share your mixed feelings um, about Beast of the Nation. Okay, so I, I agree with Monica, to be honest. I, I was very excited about the movie, and I liked how um, they actually got African actors to act mm-hmm. this African, you know. What, what country was it based in? Like, was it like, what? I think it was some fictional African country, so it was never identified. I, I think it, I think it was filmed in Ghana. Okay, I don't know. I think it might have been filmed in Ghana. Um. So yeah, I like that it had the, the authentic feel. But I think my qualms are with the storyline. I think it just mm-hmm. after a while it was just like. Um, yeah, I didn't like how it ended. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well. This wasn't really helpful, guys. I think I need to. I
But overall, I'm happy about the movie. I'm happy there's something out there on Netflix that you know feels and is authentic. Um, so I guess having them do it's still good things. Mm, okay, I'm gonna bump this that movie up to my watch. <laughs> I'm going to put that number one on my to watch list, and maybe I'll provide <laughs> yeah my Netflix here and provide you guys with an update. The other movies I do want to see that are on Netflix, Ayanda. Which um, Ayanda and another movie there. I think they're based in South Africa, and Ava DuVernay had a role to play in it. I guess I'm not. Yeah, sure. I think her her company, her production company, yeah, Array now, Array, yeah, 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 or just or distribution company. I think it's distribution. I think they're the ones who distribute it. Yeah, is that the I one think. where OCKJ was in it? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. Who is a Nigerian actor? FYI, to the listeners out there. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, okay, so, I mean, I guess the other thing that I thought of when this topic came to mind is, I feel like with, um, 12 Years of Slaves, Selma, um, Concussion, all these movies about African actors, or these movies with African actors in them, I was wondering if you could talk about the presence and, um, I guess popularity of African actors, is that a good thing, is that you know, what benefits do we see um, with that? Because, I mean, Lupita now is like a household name. And 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 let me just put it out there for the listeners. She's not, um, I don't think, she's not like, she's an actual Kenyan. She's not like Kenyan-American. No. <laughs> like, she's a, like, she came from Kenya. And I remember, like, her early days when she was on Sugar. And, like, I remember watching, oh, watching that on YouTube. Right? Yeah. And, like, so, I, I, yeah, but, um, so with actors like Lupita and David Oyelowo and Gugu and Chiwetelu and all these, um, actors who have, like, African ancestry and roots and if we can talk about, like, how we feel about that or there's benefits that come with that, is it putting Africa on the map in a good way, um, or, or is it not even affecting people's perspective on Africa? I could go first. Mm-hmm. This is Ifes speaking. I definitely think it's a positive because it's a, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't see people like you on TV, you wouldn't think that you could mm-hmm. be on TV. Mm-hmm. So the fact that these people, these Africans are out there doing wonderful work, they're getting recognized, it gives the people coming behind them, people to look up to and and, and think and say, oh, look at David Oyelowo, mm. look at Lupita. She's a dark-skinned Kenyan woman. I'm a dark-skinned Kenyan woman. I can totally be on the same path. Yeah. So I think it's it's definitely a good thing in that direction. And, and I think it's also great because people are recognizing that talent is not localized in America. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? America is not is not the only place that can breed good mm-hmm. acting talent. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's a wonderful thing. And people can then not say, Oh, and, you know, nobody can make the excuse of, Oh, we wanted we wanted an African but we didn't <laughs> find it, you know, we have no oh qualified people over here. <laughs> you can't make that excuse anymore. Where you where Lupita came from, they are more like her. Mm-hmm. Where David Oyelowo came from, they're more like him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, this is I like it. Yeah, and so, just to interject, 
and um even though i'm posting so i should let you guys go on but i just one thing that came to mind is i was thinking like oh it'd be nice to see more africans in hollywood but then i was thinking like a lot of africans who come here and like that's even another conversation for another day but like a lot of our parents want to see us going and we've talked about this a little bit like do science and you know be mm-hmm. an engineer going to finance and so i mean i don't know what the statistics are but i know there are a lot of africans um who are in the u.s um, either getting, you know, for college or working or whatever. There are a lot of us here. And so I was like, wait, why aren't there that many in Hollywood? And I was like, oh, maybe because <laughs> our parents want to see us become doctors and engineers and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, but when uh, Lupita got her Oscar, when was it? I think two years ago or something like that. In her speech, I love that she said, no matter where you are, your, your dreams are valid. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I think that was speaking to herself, like she came to the States from Kenya and she went to school at Hampshire College and then went to Yale School of Drama and then found herself, you know, she did a couple of things before landing 12 years of sleep. And just, she was thinking about her trajectory. And like, if I said, like, when you see yourself like represented, then it inspires others. And maybe the other Africans who are here for school, I'm like, oh, you know, Lupita did it, like I can also do it. And mm-hmm. just be an inspiration to others who want to, you know, seek um job opportunities like in hollywood yeah and speaking to what you said if you were about parents and approval and this kind of gives the arts more validity in their eyes because mm-hmm. they will see mm-hmm. a nigerian born child and yeah. they see a kenyan born child and say ah okay they're doing well mm-hmm. you know it is possible to make a living off of this yeah i don't mind as much mm-hmm. so, yeah. question. do you guys feel like Okay, so yes, there's Lupita, yes, there's David Oyelowo. But do you feel like they have already been typecast in Hollywood? Like, do you feel like, yes, they are African, yes, they've made it. But will they ever be the lead roles in, you know, box office movies, like box office breaking movies? Like, you know how we have Brad Pitt and Cole would... Will, will Lupita ever be like Angelina Jolie? Or do you feel like she has already been boxed into mm. this um, yeah. category? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, Onyeka over here. And I think that sadly that that's happening already, but I feel like it's going to take the right script writer. It's going to take the right director, the right producer to be able to see them and say, you know what, they're more than that. They're more than playing a slave. They're more than playing this historical black character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's going to take, it's a network, right? So when you think, I asked that question earlier about, you know, what would like to see or whatever. Um, I always think I, I would like to see like a fusion between African directors and um, like Hollywood directors, right? Mm-hmm. Or story writers from both places. Because then until you have someone writing those stories for you, and I think it was Viola Davis mm. that said it, you can't win awards for stories that aren't there. Um, so that, I think it's just going to take a lot of producers or a lot of directors and writers who refuse to put these actors in a box, you know, and see the potential that they have. Otherwise, you know, they'll just keep doing same old, same old. Yeah, I agree with you, Ika. I think, yeah, everything you said is... But then, um, remember when we, last episode we were talking about, like, you know, Black History Month and, you know, as Africans, like, 
being able to celebrate that and like we've talked about this in past episodes about like coming into our identity our identity as or like identifying as black and i think this translates into this like topic of africans in media and i think because like we're africans but we do fall under this umbrella of black Mm -hmm. actors right so like and then like i have so many times like trying to bring them together because i'm also thinking about what ife said about like <clears throat> some a lot of what we can benefit now is because of black people who've gone before us mm-hmm. um and i think that trickles into like seeing more africans in media because like we're still seen as black it doesn't they don't care if you're from nigeria unless like that affects your <laughs> your work visa but um <laughs> but like you know at the end of the day what they see is a black actor and i think Mm -hmm. you know unless like until there's like equality in terms of like how black actors and actresses are like treated like that would obviously like affect the presence of africans in in um hollywood Mm -hmm. um but, but yeah, there's still a long way to go. Um, even like African American actors, like a lot of times, they're still being typecasted as being the thug or being, mm. you know, the mm. you know the drug lord or, um, yeah, being written into like stereotypical mm. roles. Um, mm. um yeah. I, going off of that though, you know, they always say that the arts always. Re- Who said that, that the arts should be a reflection of the times? Um. And so if if that's the case, right, (laughs) if that's the case and there's stereotypical roles of black people, could it just be because it's reflecting the idea that we're stereotyping people? Like it's just reflecting what the United States is. I don't know. So yes and no. I think it can be a reflection in the sense that it is reflecting who where the power is concentrated. Mm. So the power is definitely not concentrated on actors of color or black actors. Mm-hmm. So the power is concentrated with white old men. And they are the ones that yeah. dictate what is produced, what is directed, mm-hmm. what's Written. is marketed, yeah. how things are marketed and all of that. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that black people are are stereotyped or typecast that doesn't mean that 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 is the reality of who they are mm-hmm. in those times mm-hmm. if that makes yeah, sense yeah absolutely does anybody have any um last thoughts questions concerns I'm, opinions I'm to think up think up something i was just thinking so if for example somebody writes a script of and you know they want a black or an african actress to play the lead role in you know a typical mm-hmm. Hollywood movie. Would that make that movie unrealistic? Because the truth is, there aren't many leading black females in reality, right? There aren't that many. Mm-hmm. And okay, so will that make it unrealistic? But at the same time, can that be a medium or can that be some sort of if like fuel for change so people see Mm. things in tv and then from there that can also translate then translate to reality i don't know does that make any sense you guys get what i'm trying to say what do you mean i have i have a question i'm just like trying i'm thinking what do you mean by realistic realistic. so do you mean the story itself realistic or the fact that a black 
an African woman be living mm-hmm. realistic? Because our lives are yes. reality. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like our stories mm-hmm. are our stories, whether they are portrayed mm-hmm. in media okay. or not. So yeah, yeah. So no, I'm, I'm African not, women I'm not are saying, I'm not saying that. Um, okay. Okay. So what I'm saying is, so it, it's not a typical. I'm. I'm not trying to defend. Like I'm not saying this is right or anything. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So for example, the Peter thing. Um, I don't know, I guess, the president of America, for example. So that itself, so if a movie like that would have president of America, would that mean, would that be like an unrealistic story to tell? But at the same time, like, can that also be some sort of, okay, this is how it is in a movie, this is kind of like, um, this could be some sort of I don't know, like hmm. fuel to change people's perspective on things. I don't know if, like, if I'm trying to make any sense. So I think I, I understand what you mean. And I'm also trying to counter. Yeah, I think I understand what you mean. But what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't even have to be a stretch of a thing like an African woman being president of the United States. That yeah. is a longer stretch. But an African woman being a lead in a romantic comedy, mm-hmm. we are leads in our own stories every day. Oh, yeah, and we have romances and we're funny. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely possible for an African woman. Uh-huh. Okay, so um so when you when my my trouble is that I don't understand what you mean by realistic. Like are you talking about like are you talking about genres? Like our lives mm-hmm. are reality. So the I think the framing, I, the trouble I'm having I'm having trouble with the word reality. Because maybe I shouldn't say lead, maybe I shouldn't say leading role. Maybe I shouldn't say like in a leading role because you know the people being in a, a rom com should like that that anybody that, that could be anybody. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that should happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but am I going back to your? This is the thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to like back to your example about Lupita playing a like African American like, mm-hmm. female president. Like I think work like so. There's, there are all kinds of art. There's art that reflects what's going mm-hmm. on, and there's art mm-hmm. that is a vision of what somebody wants to mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. So a movie like that is like, of course, there's like, no, it hasn't been a female president. But a movie like that is, like, everybody sees that, and, like, it's almost a challenge. Yeah. There's some movies that are put out there to challenge, like, what the current, the like, quo. belief system mm-hmm. is, the status quo. And so, like, a movie like that already has an agenda. Like, you can't even, like, if a movie like that comes out, everybody already mm-hmm. knows, like, that movie's coming out with, like, and there's a message. And that message is, like, wanting to... Because, like, even before Obama, like, Obama is the first, like, black um, president. But I think before he became president, I don't remember any movie where, like, they had, exactly. like, an African-American play the president. I mean, if somebody, if there, maybe there, maybe there was, I don't know. Oh, 24. 24. Okay. Jack Bauer, the president in 24. Aha. So, like, so, like, it was before Obama's time yeah. or during. Though. Okay. But, like, so if that was before Obama's time, it was, like, it was, like, sending out a message because, like, there was no, like, black mm-hmm. president. Um, but, yeah. But, anyways, all that to say, I mean, art is art. Art can say anything. I don't know. You, it... Yeah, but, like, yeah, but like, what if? But also, to your first point, like that, like about like our stories being reality, mm-hmm. and that's like the problem. Like some people have with a show like Girls or a show like Friends, where it's like your New York does not uh, show any doesn't show any people of color, mm-hmm. black people, uh, Indians, and like 
for a show that is set in New York, which is supposedly the melting point, a melting pot, excuse me. Um, people have a problem with that not reflecting reality. But then other people, on the other hand, they're saying like, well, you know, that does happen where <laughs> a group of white people don't have any friends who are people of color. Um, all that to say, you know, art reflects, you know, life. And sometimes it's, it shows what the creator wants to see or challenge the status quo. Yeah, I like that. Maybe we just need more people to challenge the status quo in Hollywood. Because, I mean, I we're just tired of seeing the same thing over and over. But, like, for me, I love, rom- like, romantic comedies. And I can watch a million. But you, like, for Amaya to say that she has reached her point where she can't watch anymore, I just think that the world... <laughs> you know, because Amaya you know like- what I watched recently? <laughs> I recently watched this um, movie, Waiting to Excel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came out a long time ago. People were like, some of my friends were like, you haven't seen Waiting Texas. It's like a black classic. Um, but it has Whitney Houston and it had, um, Loretta, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Um, but like, it was such a, it was like, even though the movie, in my opinion, people don't come for me. It wasn't like the best, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it was something like very refreshing about seeing like four black actresses. Um, who are who were like in their like their thirties or however old they were, but it was like a very different. Like a lot of times, like rom coms or movies like that are about you know people who are in their twenties or and white and you know looking for the love of their life. And it was just refreshing to see like black women who are uh, much older, like a movie about older black women going through that struggle of like finding the one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, just talking about that, like you were saying, like we need to see more diversity in rom coms. Like it's not only a white twenty something year old who's struggling with, you know, her romantic life. Like everybody struggles with that. But yeah. um but there's certain forces like at play that are controlling what is being told and what is being advertised mm-hmm. and Yeah. I mean yeah. I agree with yeah. that. You can all over here. I agree with that. And I think that's the reason why if you go on Netflix you see all these black Hollywood low budget movies. Right, mm-hmm. where a majority of the actors are black. It's not the best best storyline, but it's a storyline that a black woman can watch and she can relate to, you know. So it's it's that. But guys, can we not just accept people for the content of their character and their ability to act? Sorry, but just on like for one more thing because we're running longer than I expected. But um but what Oika was saying, like we there's some there are very few movies that where we see ourselves reflected. And they're I don't want to be too hard, but not <laughs> there are obviously some that aren't great. But because there aren't that many movies where we see ourselves, we're like, you know what? I gotta watch this because, you know, there are not that many movies where, like, they're black actresses, you know, in, as, like, lead characters, like, in rom-com movies. And so then we settle for what is not fantastic because... But guys, can I just... You know, there was an era of black romantic comedies that... I think it was the golden era. I think it was... The 90s? Late nineties, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, Have you have you watched Love Jones? I, I have. Love Jones love is my favorite love black romantic comedy. Oh yeah. my gosh! The best man. Okay, mm-hmm. Love Jones. 
love and basketball. Yeah. Uh, yes. Brown sugar. Yes. Brown, mm. Brown sugar. Those were good movies. Yeah. Yeah, wow. those are good. Yeah, sorry, right. sorry to just yeah. slip that in there. No, 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 but that's definitely worth pointing out. But wow, what a wonderful conversation, ladies. Um, oh. and th- this episode, like, I was so excited about our topic that I forgot to ask each and every one of you how your week. <laughs> 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 like, I was like, let's talk about Africans in Hollywood, and like, they even ask you guys how your week. Um, were but that's okay but i can definitely ask you know is there anything you're listening to watching anything you want to shout out hey listeners yika o over here i want to shout out this song that i came across like on monday and i have not stopped listening to it is banky w featuring chidema um, mm. And I think it's called All of You or something like that. All I Want Is You. That's the song. Yes. And I really, really like that video. And it's Igbo, so of course I'm already biased. Um, but it's a really, really good song and I like it. So shout out to you. Mm. I want to shout out our listeners. Yay! So we have some listeners that have been supporting us since the beginning and have, mm. you know, They've listened to all our episodes and we are just so chuffed. I'm I'm speaking like a Brit now. So <laughs> I was like, what did we're you so- just say? <laughs> <laughs> we're so chuffed that you guys listen to us. So our stats right now, um, Nigeria is our, is uh, you, the U.S. actually is our t- number one country oh, with uh, the country with our with the most listeners then nigeria then the uk then canada then ghana then france Sierra Leone, oh, germany wow. and the netherlands are tied wow which is I'm like, like there are people in the netherlands listening to us <laughs> what, <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> then our i want to shout out our um listeners jonathan um Theo Gartro. I know Jonathan from work. Hey, <laughs> thank you for listening. Then Lade Oduyemi. Then Lulu XO. <laughs> Toyo Dudu. User 177. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a lottery. We love you. We love you, Anonymous. <laughs> we love you. Then our folks at Melanin Millennials. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hi, ladies. And The Get is another podcast that listens to us. Hi. Shout out. So, yeah. So, shout out to you guys who listen to us. And we're so appreciative of the listens mm-hmm. and the love. And, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I was going to shout out to the listeners too, but thank you so much, um, Ife, for the stats and for keeping up with our followers. You're the best. Um, <laughs> so shout out to you, Ife. But then shout out to all of you, Ife, Ife, Iwan, and Yeka. You guys are awesome to talk to every Sunday night. I actually look forward to oh, this to oh, time happy. every. It's true. It's true. You don't really have like these. Uh, well, for me, I found that I, I don't really have time or I don't really have these um, serious conversations or serious and fun conversations with people that often. So I look forward mm. to intellectual conversation and challenging my mind. So I feel like sometimes I just get, I see some really silly things. And uh, I think a lot of times I think before I, I talk if I think. And I think being a part of this podcast has just made me be more self-critical and to, you know, expand my horizon and look further than what is right in front of me 
So thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh thank you for oh my god. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like all in my field, like all so the feelings. <laughs> thanks, Amaya. Wow, thanks, Amaya. Thank wow. Um, yeah, this is Ifeo, and I just want to talk about um the fact that I'm currently reading The Fisherman, which is a book by what's his name, Shigazir Obiyama, and. It's a book that I've, you know, heard a lot about and I think it's been up for a couple prizes and it's been, yeah, it's been making its way around the interwebs and people have been talking about it. So I finally decided to start reading it and it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's okay right now. I'm just like trying to push through and like finish the book. But when I'm done, maybe I'll have an update for you guys. But it's nice to, I like, because right now I have like a goal of 25 books to read this year and it's nice to like include, um, African authors in there mm-hmm. um, and just and it's just very refreshing it's set in Akure um, mm-hmm. and it's about oh. these kids that go to fish and then they come across like a madman who prophesies over their lives <laughs> it's just a very very different plot from everything I've been reading so far so that's it's just very refreshing read and I believe this is um, Chigozie's like um, first novel so oh wow congratulations Chigozie yeah. for listening yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um yeah, thanks to everybody for listening to this episode of Not Your African Cliche and I'm just I want to leave you guys with a fun fact about Africa. And my fact <laughs> my fun fact for this week is drum roll. <laughs> Um, Africa is not a country. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it sounds like simple, like a simple fact, but you would be amazed by how many people keep referring to Africa as a country. Like, it's it's mind-blowing. Um, the most recent culprit, I think, was Kanye West. Oh, God. Like, a week ago. Maybe Kanye should be a different episode. Oh, okay. This is the second episode. Oh my god, he needs. Isn't he broke? <laughs> I don't believe that. Um, yeah, but anyways, but to just you know add more vim to that fact, <laughs> um, there are fifty-four countries in Africa, and South Sudan is is like is the newest um, country. It, I think, I believe it was formed. It gained their independence. They broke up from. Sudan and gained their independence in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is your fun fact for this episode. You can find us and follow us on the interwebs. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we might be on Instagram pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's still in the works, but you know, on Facebook, where you can find us and not your African cliche, and on Twitter, you can find us at n-y-a-c podcast Mm -hmm. um on twitter and then you can please subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher and when you subscribe listen to us rate review and we appreciate you guys so much um so yeah so until next time we love you guys bye for now Bye. bye